You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code Vox MMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. is going on y'all we are back it is another episode of no bets bar this time for ufc apex 61 mackenzie dern versus yan Zhao nan uh last week no ufc but we had bellator uh bellator is is gonna bellator that's that's pretty much all i can say jed how we doing doing great i did not join you in the bellator last week but uh did you take one and a half in the yoel fight no, I didn't. I honestly uh, just, I just forgot. I should. You're a smart have. man. A smart I man. Have, it, but I, I just was, forgot. I was <laughs> sitting there Friday. I, would have. I was sitting there Friday afternoon. I almost took it goes to a decision, which would have been heartbreaking. I was that sitting there Friday bad. afternoon and I was like, why do I do this to myself? I don't want to watch this right now. I don't want to have bets on this. And sure enough, a giant I, favorite. We said it on the podcast was going to shit in my, in my day. And uh, that's what they did. Carl Albrechtson and Mads Brunel. I did hit one parlay, though. I, I love that you hit the one parlay. Yeah, I uh, I totally had the intention of putting down Bellator bets, and then time got away from me and because it was Bellator. And it was like the the early, the Dublin, because Bellator so it was middle of the day or whatever. I was just like, oh, crap, these are on right now. And lines were already, already closed down because I did not watch any of that card except for the the co-main and and main event of it but you know it was bellator so what, what well, were, we, you you knew going in you I said know. i'm going to yeah. lose and i'm going to do it again this week that's the worst part it, well, i'm it's doing been, it a lot this week it's been five days and and I'm, my heart is already repaired and i'm ready to get busted on a giant favorite uh, again can we talk about yoel romero yoel romero round three romero is a mythical fighter so, he's he's what jordane what people he's wanted actual, Charles Jordan to me. 
Yeah, four, he's been around three Romero forever, dude, though. Dude, four straight wins, round three. Eight of his last eleven have come in round three. Yeah, he's like it's like actually a thing with him. And my theory is that he he knows he doesn't have the gas tank to do anything, so he just kind of hangs out for for ten minutes, and then was like, oh, well. He is literally the definition of, well, I only have five minutes left. Better let it all go right now. And then he does. And it's awesome. I, I can't lie. I love watching him fight. I mean, it's just the way he just stands there and just plods. Like he just. It's the best. He's not rhythm stepping. He's not, he's not jumping around. Every once in a while, you'll see him bounce a little bit. But just like the amount that he just stood right in front of Melvin Manhoof, a dangerous striker, and just stood there flat footed. Just. Yeah, I love watching him, dude. He's he's fun to watch. I'll maintain until the day that I die that he beat Israel Adesanya in their fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not in like the unified rules scoring, but in the, right, the rules it, that count in the playgrounds rules. Playground one dude rules. was okay. clearly terrified of engaging yeah. with the other, and the other dude stood there and and did a little shuffle step and was like, "Hey, come come hit me!" And then yeah. one dude just lightly sure. tapped him and stayed away. Well, it is the unified rules that get you the belt, and that's what uh, Israel Adesanya uh, still maintains. So hey, he, uh, he should have beat Robert Whitaker by the unified rules, and that didn't get him the belt. This man has been has <laughs> been screwed time and time again. Playground rules—that's your middleweight champ, though, right there. Uh, I would love to see Yoel Romero make a real run at the Bellator belt. That would be fantastic. I, I'm praying that we see him get a strap on him. Uh, so that was Bellator. Peter Coyley's walkout was cool. That's about all I have to say about that. We're on. Oh, yeah. That, that main event does not merit discussion. No. We're on to UFC Apex 61. We're on to Bellator 286. I mean, there's one championship. There's LFA. Uh, you name it. We got it this weekend, but we're not here for so all much. that. We're, we're here to break down this UFC Apex 61 card. Because we're uh, going to talk about every fight, which is insane. But <sighs> I just, I realized that this morning when I was looking over it and I was like, oh, yeah, uh, you and I have a couple of. All, all on the prelim stuff, we've Great. got alternating bets Good. there. I don't have on a couple of main card fights, so we might want to skip them because I know we're trying to keep it tight this week. Yeah, we'll break the fourth wall. Uh, so I'm in I'm in the podcast studios here in, in Manhattan, and uh, I've I typically reserve the space completely blanked this week. Was like uh, on the way in on the train this morning. I was like, ah, it's it's. Not that big of a deal. I've never seen anyone book this before. Of course, this morning I check it. Someone booked it for uh, nine thirty. It's eight thirty-five. We got a little bit of time. We we got a solid fifty minutes. We're not going to rush through this, uh, but we definitely got to keep it tight. Uh, yeah, we got to no, stay on our no piece and to cues. rush. But no, I just we never. I rush. have very little to say about John Castaneda, Daniel Santos. I don't know if you do or not. But nah. <laughs> I actually do have a little bit to say about that. Oh, uh, well, then that's great. Let then, yeah. You know what? Let's just hop into the card because we got a lot of fights to talk about. Well, let's just let it rip. Let's let it rip. Let's start with the main event. It is Mackenzie Dern taking on Yan Zhao Nan. Uh, Mackenzie Dern coming in at minus 225. Zhao Nan coming back at plus 190. Over-under is set at three and a half. Over minus 115. Under minus 115 as well. I was hoping this would be flyweight. I mean, obviously, it was never going to be flyweight, but... So hoping to be flyweight so we can I take mean, a flyweight on. I mean, it still could be, buddy. Like that, we hadn't had weigh-in day yet. So That'd be sick, because then Mc- I'd have to take it's the. It's not under. like Mackenzie Dern is the best at making weight, so it I could know. still be a catch weight or a fly, like a, a spiritual flyweight, even if it's not technically one. Yeah, an- another flyweight under hitting on Dana White contender series last Dude, night. They, 
I'm getting so many messages because I don't follow. Like I'll, I'll also break the fourth wall. I rarely, if ever, watch the Contender series just because I spend the rest of my week doing fight related stuff. I, I, it's just not that important to me. Sorry, fans. I get so many messages because they have been doing apparently gangbusters on contender series as well. Just they, like they don't miss. They do not miss. Yeah, I need to go back and pull the stat. I'm actually curious between contender series and UFC, when the last time a flyweight, a male flyweight fight went the distance. Had I think it's been, been a minute. Like I seriously I, think I it's been a minute. It had to have been months because at and least that's June, why rule number one, rule number one in the rule book is flyweight unders are locks, never miss. It's got it's got to be at least June. Um, I mean, I started up on this in in May, so it it has to have been a minute. Um, all right, you got to play on this fight, main event. I have two plays on this fight. Me too. Ooh, are we? I assume we're in the same neighborhood here. I am not backing the underdog. Are you? Yes. You're backing the dog. Yes. Wow. Okay. So is this just shocked. strictly a fade, Mackenzie Dern no. situation? Oh, I mean, it's it's not fading her. I mean, she she is not a good striker at all. Going up against a very competent striker in Yan Jane. I just, I Yan Jonan has never impressed me. <laughs> Mackenzie Dern has. She I gets mean, a submission. That's how she wins. Yes, that's like he. Here's uh, I'm going to read verbatim what I what Please, I wrote. Let me. I'd love to hear. Wrote here, Mackenzie Dern isn't as good as people believe she is. No, but she still has. One A plus plus skill. Yeah, she does which have is that. at least one more than Yan Zhao Na has. Like, I don't you watch I'm the, willing to believe that this is a bad bet just from the odds perspective of it, because Dern I the, that's the thing though. I thought Dern would be more juiced. I thought Dern would be in the minus three hundred range because of the name, etc. She's only minus two twenty five right now on DraftKings. And like it won't totally shock me if she loses because I agree she's she's certainly not as good as other pe- as people believe. I just I have limited to no real belief in Yan Nan. Like I, you you thought that Mackenzie Dern was going to be minus three hundred. Yeah, and you watched the Marina Rodriguez Yan Nan fight, and you watched the Mackenzie Dern Marina Rodriguez fight. Yeah, and the Mackenzie Dern Tisha Torres fight. Yeah, those that styles make fights. You know, like. I agree. Dern could not get Marina Rodriguez to the ground, and so she got teed off on. Teed off on for yeah. four rounds. Also, Marina, had, Marina Rodriguez is really good. Yan Jonan is a, is a, I'm not arguing the striking thing whatsoever. Clearly, you can Jan make the is case that Yan Jonan beat Marina Rodriguez. I mean, you can't. I don't think I agree with that case, but I guess you you can. I mean, dude, what? Marina case. Rodriguez went off in the third round. She clearly won that round. Yan Jonan clearly won round one. It came down to a razor thin. Round two. Uh, it was a split I, decision. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of bad split decisions. I, I thought Rodriguez won the second round and the third round. I mean, very clearly. I thought she won the third round. I thought she won the second round competently. I'm just not... I, I'm just, Like I said, man, I've just never been in on the Yan Zhao Nan thing. Maybe it's like that she was getting all gassed up and then Carlos Sparza, who I also... I know she's the champion... Mm-hmm. We could talk about that. The strawweight champion. That, that she sure is by High all the rights of God and uh, the that f- I don't 
I think that while she may be the champion, she's like the sixth best strawweight in the world. So to see Yang Xiaonan just crumble under her and like, I don't know. I kind of, I just feel like Carla is a better wrestler than Dern. And I know you're a stack guy. I mean, of so course I know, she's yeah, a better wrestler than Dern. But that's the thing. I know you're a stack guy and I know that the stats for Dern as far as takedowns, they're bad. Awful. But, but that's because she doesn't actually shoot takedowns. And like the way that they score takedowns, like if you go and look at Dern's fights, she gets the fight to the floor, guard pulls, transitions, like trips and stuff. But like against Tisha Torres, she has three sub attempts. She had zero takedowns credited. Like that happens a lot. And it's, right. I think she is, she's not like, she's not, she doesn't, it's not that she is a bad wrestler. She just rarely ever tries to actually do it. No, she's not a great wrestler, dude. I mean, she's not a great wrestler, but yeah, like she's not a good wrestler. You don't, you don't have nine percent takedown accuracy and be like, I just never shoot for takedowns. That's why it's at nine percent. Like you're just not good at getting takedowns. And she just doesn't shoot that often, though. Like she she gets tie ups. But when and she does down. shoot, she's hitting at less than a ten percent rate. Sure. Like I'm not saying she's. She tried real- over and over in that Marina Rodriguez fight. Yeah, Marina Rodriguez is really good at defending takedowns. <laughs> It's I love the not, respect for Marina because I love Marina Rodriguez. Marina Rodriguez is great. She might actually be like, if she got to fight for the belt, she would win the belt. She's just never yeah. going to because nobody cares. No, she'll I, get a, I think she'll get a shot if she keeps winning. That's the thing. If she keeps winning, which is stupid, she should be next in line. But because of she has the least like, star be power of anyone It's got to be Zhang, right? I mean, that's what's going to happen. But I, I think Marina Rodriguez deserves it more. <laughs> Frankly, you think like, so? Razor thin with with Rose Namajunas. I mean, she she's winning the games. Like, just it's just about the dubs. And I I know that former champion just blew the doors off off Yanni and Jacek. Like, there are a lot of things. Yanjanan is just she's never getting a title fight. I want to get us back to where we need to be because like we're trying to keep I, this tight and we're I already love Rod- I love how Rodriguez gets a splitty over Yanjanan and she deserves a title shot, but you have zero respect for Yanjanan. Well, it it doesn't matter that she got a splitty. She won the fight, and she's won like how many in a row is she on right now? Uh, quite a few. Ko Amanda yeah, Hivas. Yeah, that's her. Her last loss was a BS Wait, so splitty to, to Carlos Marina Barza. Rodriguez. I'm sitting, a, I'm sitting on a loser ticket for Marina Rodriguez strawweight champion by end of 2022. I need no that's selling on my girl Marina. You should be winning that ticket, but you're not going to. Back to the topic Continue. at hand. Yes, I don't. Like, like I say, this is not me thinking that Mackenzie Darren is great. I just, I just never been sold on Yan Nan. And if this fight goes to the floor, and I think it can go to the floor, Mackenzie Darren owns that space, and so I'm, I'm taking it. I am also uh, my second bet on this is I'm taking the under because I think it goes to the floor, and I think Mackenzie Darren taps her. But Darren by submission is like minus one ten or minus one twenty. And that doesn't feel like good odds when you can just take the under two and a half at plus 105, which feels the same, if not like much, much better. So those are my two plays. But I love that we have such uh, aggressive dissension right here off the top. I mean, I'll make another argument for you on Mackenzie Dern is that more than likely, if Yan Janan does survive, 
she will be in tricky spots at multiple times in this fight. Oh, Marina yeah. Rodriguez was in a super dicey position in the second round. Tisha Torres, second round as well. Dicey positions. That's when Mackenzie Dern got all her submission attempts. It was in that second round. I think Zhao Nan is going to have to navigate some dicey waters in this situation. But the thing is, in my opinion, if she navigates those waters and this stays standing for... 20 minutes of the 25 minutes, she's just going to style on Mackenzie Dern striking. Like, I mean, if you just look at every time that Mackenzie Dern has fought a competent striker, I mean, Tisha Torres, she like, you can also make the argument that Mackenzie Dern lost against Tisha Torres. I mean, you can, you can make a lot of arguments. You don't think so. You don't think rounds one and three Tisha Torres got. I haven't rewatched that fight. I think I scored it for Dern at the time. Oh man. Maybe I'm just biased because I took Mackenzie Dern and I also took Tisha Torres and I, I was pretty convinced that Tisha Torres won. Uh, anyway. My my last point on this fight, is, it goes back to my first point, which is Dern has an A++ skill. More, yes. more to that, though. Dern, even if Jan keeps this fight standing for big portions of it or whatever, she is just not a threatening striker. This woman doesn't have finishes. Finish. Like yeah, She is going, going to... to yeah, she's just not going to, which means Dern is going to have the the home run shot of of a submission at all points in time for 25 minutes. And outside of just this fight, but holistically, in matchups like this, I think there's another one down here a little later on where I feel similarly, where it's just like you gotta be able there is a there is a, a serious detriment to not being a finisher. And it is that especially in 25-minute fights, you're going to leave your opponent hanging around. And even if they are not as good a fighter, if they've got the A++ skill, they always have a real, real shot. And if you're going to let them hang for 25, it's why I don't like when Israel Adesanya just kind of coasts over opponents because, yes, you are winning in a quote-unquote safe manner or whatever and staying out of danger. You're also giving really dangerous dudes like the upcoming Alex Pajeda 25 minutes to find the shot like you should try it's a it's a weighted game of of opportunity cost here and i i just don't i i'm not a big Yao fan and i think 25 minutes is a lot to say you have to be perfect in this category and i don't think she can do it i'm surprised you're not playing by submission like i feel like that's how mackenzie dern wins but it's minus one it's minus 110 and so like if it was like even even money yeah, I just give me give me the extra because maybe Jan can survive on the ground, but I'm I'm just not willing to prop bet it. I've been getting burned by prop bets a lot yeah. lately. I mean, I feel that. I feel that. And everything you say, I don't disagree with. Uh, like I'm I'm making this argument for Yan Jianan, uh, but it's really just based off of the price tag. I What's took your Jan second at- bet. I took her at plus 200, and then because of everything you just said, as she can't finish a sandwich, I also took her by decision. Uh, a little sprinkle on that as well at What's plus 325. At? Nice. Plus 325. I'm surprised that that seems like that number should be lower, but okay. That's good juice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm only putting 0.75 units on this altogether, half a unit on her money line and 0.25 on, on the decision prop. It's not like I'm dying on this hill. Uh, I just feel like sometimes Mackenzie Dern gets a little over-respected uh, in the markets. And uh, yeah, 
Oh, she definitely does. Like, let's uh, be clear. I am. I think there's a I'm reason for that sure. Too. I'm for sure on the idiot side of the bet, but I think it's going to pay off. Yeah, I mean, you could say you're on the idiot side of this bet all you want, but then if Mackenzie Dern, that's another thing. She doesn't even really have to take it to the ground. She'll just climb on top of people, yeah. and then I'm like, ah, oh, no, that's it. Yep, 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 it's over. Yeah. It's There's over. just going to be one early weird tie-up, and Jan's then just going to suddenly fall to the ground with Dern wrapped around her like an octopus, and then it's game over. A little disrespectful here of of Yan Jan Nan, man. I am. I, I'm. I'm. I'm going to live in this keg, <laughs> in this corner for the rest of my life. It's just, I'm not there. I I wanted to. I tried I mean, really not- hard to be contrarian early in her career. Was like, well, maybe she's actually better than Wiley. You know, like maybe she's the actual Chinese. Uh, like budding Chinese superstar that the UFC is looking for because Wiley's unproven and she got obliterated uh, by Rose. And then it was like, actually, no, Wiley, <laughs> Wiley Zhang is a super unbelievable athlete. And oh, yeah. Yan Janan is fine. Like, she's probably yeah. a plus athlete, but she is not anywhere in the neighborhood of Wiley Zhang. No, I agree with that. She's a good striker, though. She's a much better striker than Mackenzie Dern. Well, yeah, everyone's a better striker than McKenzie. Turns. I mean, uh, if you can't pull off the one-trick pony, then you're going to lose the fight. Uh, that's really my argument for taking this at at Juice Thoughts. That's a, I, I, it's a good uh, it's a good argument. I just think that one-trick pony is going to yeah do the I pony mean, you, thing. You very well could be right, dude. I mean, like as 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 much contention as there was on this argument, which I actually love. Uh, I love that we were here. I'm, I love the I'm disagreement, so but. Uh, yeah, don't get it twisted, people. If Mackenzie Dern breaks her arm on Saturday, you will not be coloring me shocked. I am not going to be <laughs> jaw on the floor. That's gonna... the other thing. I forgot to even mention that, where it's like Dern had the, I don't know if you saw, Dern had the interview earlier this week she, where she was just like, yeah, I'm about to be way meaner in my grappling. I've been like nice. Now I'm just nah. going to break stuff. Nah, like, people say stuff all the time before fights. Nah, break it. Yeah, break it. Okay. Just All do right. it. I mean, yeah, she she could break it. I mean, there's an ocean of uh of experience and and wealth of knowledge in the grappling game between these two, and uh, Mackenzie Dern is on on the right side of that ocean. Uh, so yeah, there it is. We're on uh, opposite sides. I I love it. Uh, hopefully it'll be a fun fight, or it might just end very quickly. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, let's get to the co-main event. It's a welterweight bout. Randy Brown going up against Francisco Trinaldo. Right now you can get Brown for minus 315. Trinaldo plus 260. Um, I played Randy Brown as a parlay piece. Yes, sir. Six inches taller, eight inches of reach, 12 years younger. He's faster. He has a volume advantage. I just feel as if this is an advantageous matchup for Randy Brown, and I think he gets it done. I am in full agreement. I have Randy in a parlay. I'm so excited to to share with you uh, the rest of the parlay. I can't wait to hear it. I'm really proud of it. It makes me very happy. Uh, but yeah, I'm full agreement here, so we don't need to spend too much time. God love Masaran Duba. He is 44 years old, and he is on that Yoel Romero already. Shouts to us. Yoel Romero making multiple appearances in this episode. I mean, just love him. Yeah. Master and Duba is on that Yoel Romero. He's 44, but he's an alien. But, like, that the bill comes due. At some point, this just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work anymore. Randy Brown is the kind of guy that it doesn't work on. Huge physical uh, advantages. Not really a big athletic advantage, actually, because Trinaldo is is so spry for his advanced age. But I just I don't see any world in which Randy Brown doesn't end up marking up Trinaldo pretty pretty comprehensively here. Yeah, I mean the the argument is uh, Trinaldo catches him, but I, I think Randy Brown's going to be all right. Trinaldo has been paying out some underdog tickets lately, but I just no fear. I'm I'm back nope. in back let's, in Randy Brown. Let's ride it with the Rude Boy. Uh, I actually have him in two parlays. Nice little overexposure. So when Trinaldo catches him, uh, you'll catch me in the fetal position on my rug. <laughs> um, all right, let's keep it moving on the main card. It's a men's bantamweight bout. Heoni Barcelos going up against Trevin Jones right now. You can get Barcelos for minus two fifteen. Trevin Jones coming back at plus one eighty five. Fight goes the distance minus one twenty five. Fight does not go minus one oh five. So last time out, I had Heone Barcelos in a parlay. He was juiced to the moon. Um, and he went out there and got absolutely pieced up by a short notice debutante. Saying, in, how did that work out for you? It worked out terribly. Uh, yeah, I was just like, what is going on? But I'm not giving up on him. So about a year ago, I watched a YouTube video called uh, The Striking of Heone Barcelos by Downward Elbow. Uh, I highly recommend anyone to go watch it. If you have a bet on Ioni Barcelos, it gets so deep into like his life. It breaks down his striking on like a, a whole nother level. And it just makes you believe that he is like the greatest mixed martial artist to ever live. But because of that 
YouTube video. I don't think I can ever bet against him. Um, so yeah, I took Aone Barcelos last week at minus 185. I do just think in this matchup, he's just like the more complete fighter than Trevin Jones. Like he's a, he's a Brazilian national champion wrestler. He's a BJJ black belt. He obviously has this, the crisp striking. He mixes the martial arts, dude. That's what this guy does. And on the flip side, Trevin Jones, he's just like, he's very inactive out there. Like he, he doesn't throw a ton of volume. He doesn't do a ton of stuff. Like I know he's, he's, got knockout power. He has the capability to finish people, but Hayoni Barcelos has never been knocked out. And I mean, just like if you look at on the volume, which I think is what Barcelos is going to do here, Trevin Jones has been outstruck in three of his four UFC fights, like pretty thoroughly in each of them, other than the one where he got a knockout. Uh, and I, ju- I just think Hayoni's got him covered here. I'm, I'm riding with Barcelos. Does it give you any concern at all that Hayoni is behind in the MMA math category. Lost to oh, Team Avaliev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trevin Jones beat Team Avaliev, yeah. overturned, no contest. How, how do you feel about the MMA math angle at play here? It doesn't worry me. It doesn't worry me. Yan John Nam beat Marina Rodriguez and Mackenzie Dern lost to her. I mean, you know, I'm not thinking about MMA math today. Hey, that's that's good to hear because I'm with you. Uh, I just like County. Like he's... I do, right? He's just a likable fighter. He's... He, I love his game. Um, I, I love the way he strikes. He is high volume, but with power. That, uh, that whole finishing sequence in his UFC debut against Kurt Hollibaugh is like put it in the Louvre. It's not like the world's cleanest striking, but it's awesome striking, is what the hell it is. Uh, he's just dope. He's a really fun fighter. Uh, it will not. In- entirely surprise me if he goes out here and loses to Trevin Jones because it does seem that Howney has missteps in places he shouldn't but uh, I just like him and so I, I took it because rule number three betting is supposed to be fun I like Howney Barcelos I want to bet, bet on him it's going to be a really fun fight yes and I, awesome so I was fight. just like yeah I'll just take a bet I know it's minus 225 or whatever that's fine uh, so I bet it's on fine. Yeah. I bet on my guy that's what I'm doing here bet on your guys Great bettors don't bet with their heart. Good thing I'm not a great better. I'll uh, I'll always remind everyone of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Heone Barcelos is the play. Let's keep it rolling on the main card. It's a featherweight bout. Short notice. Sadiq Youssef getting Don Shainis. Right now you can get Yusuf for minus nine. Shameless Shainis. There we go. Right now you can get Yusuf for minus 900. You can get Shameless for plus 625. Over, under, set at one and a half. Over, minus 165. Under, plus 135. Yeah, like I said, super short notice for Shameless. Uh Uses Are you chalk donking? Uh, I so all right. So this is one of the, this is one of those weeks where people are going to be like, show the slips. I don't believe you. Yeah, I, I threw Sadiq in in uh, two parlays at minus five fifty last week. But yeah, I'm chalk donking. I would probably still parlay him up at minus nine hundred now. I mean, he's three inches of height, five inches of reach, and there's just a world of difference in the level of competition that these guys have fought. I mean, Shameless is beating 500 fighters, 0-6 fighters, 0-3 fighters. But uh, the crown jewel of this man's record, did you see it? Jay Ellis? Oh, I'm, I am. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that is one of the two things I wanted to talk about. 16 and 106 in 122 MMA bouts. 16. Hey, hey he was only 16 and 104 when Don Shane has fought him. All right, so a couple stats here. I went deep on on old Jay Ellis. Uh, Jay Ellis is the man. I am the man. He's this guy, 
This guy just, listen, he, he builds MMA careers. That's what he does. He's good at building people's MMA careers because he has been finished in the first round, finished in the first round in 35 of his last 36 fights, 49 of his last 51. This guy goes out there. Listen, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Go ahead and get this over with and give me my paycheck so I can get out of here. Uh, 122 fights. He's been to a decision four times. Like the guy, the guy doesn't go to a decision. Last part, maybe the best part. He has a win over Gerald Mearshart. Yeah, it's awesome. One of his four or whatever wins. Yeah, and uh, he also helped build Colby Covington. So. Um, Guys intertwined with uh, with the story of the UFC. Uh, got way off track there. Yeah, no, so no, we have to get off done. track for just one more brief Please moment go. of this because I I don't know if I've said this publicly. I probably have, but certainly internally, uh, I've had a longstanding argument that were I to be put in charge of an MMA promotion, the most important thing is accruing talent, right? Like you want to get the best guys you can put on awesome fights. It's dope. I think that MMA promotions are all universally UFC one belt. All of them are terrible at half of this because yes, you want to get the best talent that does awesome stuff, but you also want to get the talent that's going to get your best talent over. Like there is, there is a skill to winning MMA fights. There is a skill to losing MMA fights in awesome and ridiculous fashion and Jay Ellis, baby, that man knows how to go out. Like you go out on his shield because let's be real. Jay Ellis has fought 120 times in his career. The man <laughs> physically knows and is capable of not losing in the first round. Like there is no way he is not at least able to go defend himself adequately because it's not like everybody is fighting as Colby Covington. He's making a choice. He is choosing to go and fight this way and consequences be damned. And that's the kind, that's the other, that's the dirty side of MMA promotion that nobody talks about. I would employ JLS tomorrow if I was running a promotion because he's going to bring exactly the other end of things that I need. Now we can get back on track. I will say my only other piece on this. I agree with everything you said. I don't have a bet down because Sadiq Yusuf is a Lloyd Irvin guy and just, as a general rule, I'm not going to bet on Lloyd Irvin dudes. Uh, but I understand people are doing it. And I think that this is, he's a fine parlay include if you're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just think he gets it done. You think JL still gets nervous for the walk? No, no chance. That man <laughs> knows what's up. There's no I feel way like he's just crushing it. a six pack in the back. He's like, let's go do it. Dude. Have, I don't know. Have, have you been in a lot of fights in your life? Uh, no, nah, not, not, in a, not in a ton. I mean, like I've been in like scraps. But yeah, you've been in some scraps. Like I, oh yeah, I've been punched in the face a few times. Yeah, it's one of the things that is that bothers me like the most is when like people because you know I I make some outlandish statements from time to time. People get upset at me. They're like, "Well, you wouldn't say that to Colby Covington's face." Like, yes, I would. What's he gonna do? Beat me up? That's cool. Like, I'm not saying I could beat up Colby Covington. I've also had my ass beat before. And it's not that bad. Like. Once you get your ass beat, <laughs> then you everybody who says that it's clear to me they've never been in a fist fight because like once you get beat up, you're just like, oh, this is substantially better than like the idea in my head. And so for this dude, he's gotten beat up a hundred times. He yeah, doesn't give I, a shit. 
I actually can't agree with that. The The idea of getting your ass beat is much worse in your head than when it actually happens. Yeah. It's so, especially when you had never had it and like you're, te- cause you know, you grow up elementary or middle school and you're like, Ooh, I get afraid that I'm going to, and then you actually just get beat up one time. You're like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Like, I mean, it's also, not, dude, it's not fun. Fuck, it is not fun. But in the moment, like also you got to remember in the moment, your adrenaline is just like on go. So it's not hurting nearly as bad. It in almost the moment, hurts. It doesn't suck at all. Exactly. It sucks it the week after. after. Yeah. You're yeah the there. week after when you're sporting like, like a shitty cut on your lip or whatever that keeps opening and is annoying, but it's, it's not that bad. Like, All right. Very, very short story time. Uh, University of Georgia, time. great place. Uh, great it place. is a, Been it's in a week- some scraps at that place. <laughs> it's a weekend before uh, I'm not like a big, like I'm not going to start fights. I really just, that's not I never really my MO. I'm very easygoing. And if fight starts, I'm usually the guy trying to break them up. Uh, so one of my friends, we're waiting, we're getting some, getting some dogs, some street meat before we headed home for the night. One of my friends gets into an altercation with a guy. Uh, I tried to come break it up. I'm like, yo, just chill. Like we're about to go home. This isn't that serious. Like y'all, y'all have had too much to drink. Let's just get out of here. Sucker punch rocked. Like I get rocked in the face, like start just gushing blood. It's on from there. It, It gets hectic. And, uh, that weekend in April, Happened to be the Saturday before Easter when I had to go home to my parents. Oh, the oh, very next day, I had to go oh, home to my parents. Not looking too right. And like, uh, <laughs> I didn't tell them either until I got home and I walk in. Face is all messed happened? up. Oh, yeah, dude. It was <laughs> it was bad. Uh, yeah. So, Look, yeah. That just happens. That happens yeah. in college. You're out. Some things happen. I played rugby at UGA. I got, oh, sick. I was, yeah. I was so involved into it. in many of things like yeah. dumb little scraps like that just it is what it is man and so like the there's the there's worst no part way is like jay ellis is scared no no way the worst part is i tell my parents i'm like i literally was trying to bring it up we were trying to like i was trying to be the peacemaker uh and it didn't work out all right that's jay ellis that's sadiq yusuf that's shameless we keep it moving on the main card as we're getting squeezed for time next weight is a catch weight bout at 140 sexy mexi john castaneda going up against daniel santos sexy mexi minus 180 willie cat santos plus 155 uh i know you said you didn't have anything here i'm nope. actually very much looking forward to this fight going back and i watching think it's a fun tape, fight dude i mean castaneda against miles john just like wilted him with pressure and eventually like he was wobbling him he knocked him down in the second knocked him down in the third and eventually choked him out with that arm triangle I mean, he was pushing the pressure, and then I went back and watched Daniel Santos fight. So, shoot boxing, Charles Oliveira, these guys just come for heads. Like, that's what Daniel Santos is going to come in and do. He is going to go head hunting on John Castaneda. And what fascinates me, what makes me so curious is if both these guys are pushing the pressure, if both these dudes are moving forward, like Miles John was supposed to have the power against John Castaneda, and it was John Castaneda that was eating the shots and had the power and kept moving forward. So these guys just come out here swinging, keep moving forward. Like this could be a super exciting fight. I mean, we saw a dude, uh, blue hair, uh, from shoot boxing on contender series last night. Got a knockout in like 40 seconds. Like these do come for blows. I think it's going to be a crazy fight. Um, haven't played it yet. Was hoping you would have some insight, but it sounds like you do not. I'm very much considering after watching their last two fights, playing the fight does not go to a decision at even money. Cause I just mm-hmm. see these guys coming out here and brawling. I think it is going to be a brawl. It's going to be really, and that's why I don't have a bet. If I, I were, if I were betting, uh, I have, 
I have a little line under Daniel Santos at underdog odds just because if I were to take a side, I think that's a dog or pass for me. Um, but I, it's going to be one of the most fun fights on the card for sure. I, I agree with your assessment. It's absolutely going to be a brawl. They're going to come out chucking mitts. I don't feel super confident that I know who is going to get the better of that, uh, which is why I'd have it as a dog or pass. But I have a lot of other bets this weekend, so I just decided I didn't need to throw anything here. That's a smart move. Uh, I've just decided in real time. Let's get degenerate with it. I play I the fight it. doesn't go to a decision at plus one hundred five. They gave me plus money on it. I'll take it because I DJ do think life, this baby. is this thing's going to be on uh, on go mode. Uh, you're a smart man. Um, I am not because I mentioned that's Sadiq Yusuf uh, minus five fifty great line. Well, one of the parlays I have him in is with John Castaneda at minus two ten, which is now long gone. Okay. You can get Castaneda as good as minus one seventy five. Yeah. Yeah, man. You said I meant, I like stats. I do like stats. I didn't go back and rewatch Santos's fight, and I just saw how thoroughly outstruck he got against Julio Arce. I was like, Castaneda looked great, man. He's got this. Uh, yeah, I went back and watched Santos' fight, dude. He he had a terrible hit rate. But he I scraps, mean, it, though. Dude, he scraps. This is going to be sweaty for me on Castaneda. I can't cash it out now. Uh, there's, there's no option for me. So, yeah, I'm yeah. riding with John Castaneda. I, I was originally thinking he would just pressure him and fold him and wilt him and, and dodge shots, but I don't know who's going to be doing the pressuring. Like both of these guys like like to go for it and like to throw hands, so it's going to be dicey. Uh, I do think if it does go to a decision, Castaneda has has the advantage. I think he will land far more. Uh, I th- also think he has a ground advantage as well. But the way Santos comes out, man. He he has the potential to, to end the fight the way he goes for it, spinning shit like he's just shoot boxing man. These guys are exciting right now. Yeah, it's uh like I said, it's gonna be a great fight. On to other great fights. Uh, do Love you this have anything transition. on this this Mike Davis uh, Vacheslav Borshev fight? Because no, no, but I'm super stoked for it. Oh, I do not. <laughs> no, I mean I think Mike okay. Davis might win, but like also I. Kind of feel like Slava Claus is getting slept on a little bit. I like, love Slava Claus is the name. That's such yeah. a good name. Feel like he's getting slept on a little bit. I think it's going to be a great fight, so I'm just not going to touch it. You know why he's not? Why he's getting slept on? There's there's as one number as why eleven. Mark Dyakizi, who's not a historically great wrestler, he's a fine wrestler, but that's not his background. Took him down eleven times. Oh yeah, that's a dumped lot him. of takedowns. Dumped him. Uh, yeah, so yeah. If Mike Davis has any success in the takedowns, it's probably over for Slava. The thing is, and, he can wrestle a bit. He's not like yeah. a, a big wrestler, but he can wrestle a bit. He's really well-rounded. I think Mike Davis should win this fight, but if he doesn't go to the takedowns, this fight gets really interesting really fast. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a fun one, though. Mike Davis is, is fireworks. So that's the main card. Let's He's let's rip through some, uh, let's rip through, the, through some prelims. Um, first up, this is all you, men's heavyweight bout, Alexio Olenek plus 150 against Alir Latifi minus 175. Over under now set at one and a half. They opened it at two and a half. Over minus 130, we, under we were, even money. We were talking about it, and I was like, I I said it. It's I'm I'm taking every heavyweight over blindly. I was gonna take it at minus two and a half. We were talking about that was plus money and I was convincing myself that I was okay with it. Let's not get into the numbers because the numbers aren't great. Aren't great for me. I'm 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 here to recognize that. I will say that at over one and a half, the numbers become much better. The last four fights for Alir Latifi, he's hit the over. The man 
especially in his move up to heavyweight. He has zero urgency. He is just not doing almost anything at all during the fight. Alexa Olenek, obviously a little bit more urgency, but he's, you know, against better guys. He's not Derek Lewis. He was a little slower to get things going there. I I don't need to talk the math here. The point is it's a heavyweight over. I'm taking it minus 130. I'm in there. The experiment continues. I was very worried for you at the two and a half. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't have been worried. I just would have assumed I wasn't going to hit it that time. But at one and a half, I'm feeling frisky. Feeling oh, I frisky. like it. I, you know that I'm going to be cheering for you. You, I mean, that's we're great partners. We support each other in all our endeavors. All right. That's it. Heavyweight that's overs. all the breakdown we need on that That's fight. all you needed on that one. Uh, next up, it's a women's strawweight bout. Jessica Penne, plus 180, going up against Tabitha. Baby Shark Ricci at minus 210. Fight goes minus 240. Fight does not plus 190. Uh, I am on Tabitha Ricci. Let's go. Wrestle, 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 and then wrestle some more. Jessica Penne, 40% takedown defense. She is liable to get put on her back. Yeah, she has like some submission threat, but I'm really not that worried about it for Tabitha and just, just pressure. Just pressure. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say Penny's got like a huge striking advantage. She's not really a great striker, but she is much bigger than Tabitha Ricci. So let's just get it to the ground. I'm so excited you mentioned her being much bigger because I'd like to introduce you to a piece of information that you might not have. So I want it. Uh, I need it. Tabitha, Tabitha Ricci, she is five feet tall at plus one inch. She is five one. Not particularly, not particularly tall. Let's be honest. Fairly small. Not for the division. It's okay, but just in general. Pinay has lost to Emily Ducote, who is five two. I was to, there, yeah. To Lupi Godinez, who is five two. Now, listeners might be saying, "I thought she beat Lupi Godinez." You'd be like, "Technically, yes," but by <laughs> no means in reality did she actually beat Lupi Godinez. <laughs> I, lo- I love how many narratives were yeah. were changing on scorecards this week. Me with Jan. I'm You're just saying she Jessica. didn't she didn't beat her. I have eyeballs. I watched that fight. Uh Daniel Taylor, who is five foot zero. Jessica Andrade, who is five one. She is the only fighter shorter than five three that Penny has beaten was all the way back in Invicta. This woman wow. cannot use wow. the size advantages that she has against smaller women. I think it's because the smaller women can get under her guard yeah. and take her down. I love this. She's uh, this a is physical. This is this physics. Is, this is anatomy, biology, physics. I mean, it's science is what it is. Jessica Penne is afraid of our short queens. And what is Tabitha Ricci? She is, is a she short is queen. She is a short queen. Yes, Baby shark. This, as soon as I was looking, before I even was like, oh, yeah, she's a bad wrestler. It was just like, wait, this feels like the eighth small person she's fought. Yep. And she keeps doing. losing to them. UFC, so. UFC has the short people they want to push. Yeah. Feed her to Penny. Short Feed queen rain, baby. Uh, if you're five three and up, then then Jessica Penny oh, has yeah, a chance of beating might, you. Could be a UFC champion if they allowed people. If you had to be, oh, if there was a height requirement, if you had yeah. to be over five three, Jessica Penny is the strawweight champion right now. Unfortunately, yeah, that's not the case. It's not the case. Short queens just upending her every step of the way. <laughs> so I'm with you. Uh, I've got a bet on top of the Ricci. I'm all. It. I'm all in on Baby Shark. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, All right, let's keep it rolling. Next up, lightweight bout. Joaquin Silva going up against Jesse Ronson right now. You can get Silva for minus 145. Ronson coming back. Plus 125 over under at two and a half over even money under minus 130. Uh, I am on the fight does not go to a decision at minus 145. Just looking at their records, Ronson, eight of his last tens have not gone to the scorecards, been knocked out, been submitted, including his ultimate fighter fights for Joaquin Silva. 13 of his 17 fights in his career have not gone to a decision. Been knocked out, been submitted. They've both been doing the knocking out. They've both been doing the submitting. I mean, they these guys that have finishing abilities and can get finished, uh, I think they're going to come out here, push the pace. Jobs might be on the line too. Might really want to come out here and do something emphatic. Don't really play that into a factor. And Silva, the chin is dicey. The chin is dicey. KO'd by Ricky Glenn. KO'd by Nasrat Hakparas. I mean, both those guys. The man does not finish people. <laughs> at all. Ricky Glenn, eight UFC fights, one KO win. Joaquim Silva. Nasrat Hakparas, 10 UFC fights, 1 KO win. Joaquim Silva. I didn't Chins realize Ricky Glenn was that bad on finishing either. Wow. that's So that is a combined 20 fights where he's the only KO finish. That's... Yeah, 18 combined UFC fights. Yeah. Only only KO finish for both guys. Oof. So yeah, I like this one to not go to a decision. Uh, that's what I'm going to ride with. Minus 145 on that. Uh, I have no action on this. I didn't do a lot of study on this fight. Uh, just kind of looked at it and thought I'll move on to other things. I have a lot of bets down, so Sweet. we'll run with your analysis. Yeah. Sounded great. You sold I, me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You'll be cheering for me there. I'll be cheering for you on the heavyweight over, uh, and we'll hopefully make some money. Uh, let's keep it moving, though. Let's keep it pushing. We're plowing through these prelims. Next up, middleweight bout. Brendan Allen, Christoph Jocko, Allen plus 100. Jocko minus one twenty, and it looks like the people that are here to kick me out. Look at them peering in, looking at I, me. I don't I see them. I, I don't think she's seen my email or my Slack. Should should I go address her real quick? I mean, yeah, sure. If you want, yeah, to. I'll go talk to her. Uh, I'll I'll talk on the on the Christoph Jocko Brendan Allen thing while Connor's gone. We may cut this uh, in post, but you'll find out whether or not. Uh, I am on Brendan Allen. I think. Connor might also be on Brendan Allen. We might have ourselves a little Wolfpack wager, baby. I'm on Brendan Allen. He has only lost to top two middleweights now. Some of you listening might say, oh, well, that's the same for Christoph Jocko. And you would be correct. But I think Jocko is losing a step. He's a little bit older. He's not old, but he's losing a little bit of a step, I think. And he doesn't, as I mentioned at the top, he is not the same level of finisher that Brendan Allen is. Jocko goes to decision all the time, and he's going to let, let Allen hang around. He's really durable himself, but I just I like backing people who I think are more dynamic offensive threats, and that's Brendan Allen. So Connor is back. Connor, I tease the fans because I think you might be on Brendan Allen. I think we might have a Wolfpack <laughs> wager here because I am on I'm, Brendan I'm, Allen. I'm, first of all, we have to leave that all in. I just had to 
discussion with the fantastic lady outside. Uh, she's going to allow us a, f- a few more minutes here. Awesome. Um, I'm on Christoph Jocko, actually. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just got so much experience. He's been in the UFC for almost a decade. Like, he just fights smart. He's obviously got the grappling chops to avoid the submission. He did it against GM3. Brennan Allen is not GM3. And one of the biggest things for Jocko, 83% takedown defense over a pretty large sample size if Brennan Allen tries to wrestle. And if he does get him down, I think he's also going to get back up. Uh, and then if it stays standing, I, I really think that Jocko's a better a better boxer. It's, if he wins, it's probably going to be boring. Probably going to hate it. Everyone's oh, going to be mad. Yeah, every time Christoph Jocko has ever won, it was boring. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on, I'm on Christoph Jocko, uh, and you're on Brendan Allen. And uh, you know this is this is live production here, folks. We uh, we're going to keep it moving. I that that's what I wanted. I'm just really sad. I thought you were going to be on the dog with me, and we'd have a wolf pack, but. It's fine. Uh, this is now we're <laughs> discovering where you and I have philosophical differences in our betting patterns because I am taking the more mercurial, better finishers, and you are taking the boring middle of the road. I'm yeah. good at fighting. Yeah. Like that's not me. And I'm never gonna be that way. Highs and lows, babies. Me. Give me the roller coaster. <laughs> It, it might not work out for me this weekend. I, I can't speak with massive confidence on any of these plays, if I'm being totally honest with you. Uh, you've got a play on sure a prelim do. bout, light heavyweight, Maxime Grishin, Philippe Lenz, Grishin minus 180, Lenz plus 155, over under set at two and a half, over minus 140, under plus 110. I'll keep the breakdown simple here, because you may be looking at this and you may be saying, Jed, this is a light heavyweight bout, but this is a spiritual heavyweight bout. Grishin fought a heavyweight many times, fought twice for the M1 heavyweight title, leans the 2018 PFL heavyweight champion. Let's not forget, PFL heavyweight champion. And the same time that Grishin was in the PFL as a light heavyweight, this is a spiritual heavyweight bout. And what do I say? I have a rule, Connor. What is it? We take the overs. Even though this isn't an actual heavyweight, it's a spiritual heavyweight bout. Grishin also may just blow weight. He's done it before. This might become a heavyweight bout by fight night. So I'm on the over two and a half. It's minus 140. Let, we don't need to talk numbers. We don't need to talk that finishes have been happening all the time. We're talking science, which is overs heavyweight fights every time. That's where I'm at. I love it. I love it. There, there it is. The spiritual heavyweight over. Spiritual uh, heavyweight over. Again, I'll be cheering for you. I'll be I'll be supporting you. Last fight we have to get into on this UFC card. It is a men's bantamweight bout. It's Randy Costa, Guido Canetti, Costa minus two eighty, Canetti plus two thirty five, over under set at one and a half, under minus one forty, over plus one twenty-five. Um yeah, it's kind of something I've been going back to on this card, but uh yeah, Randy Costa, three inches taller, five inch reach advantage, fourteen years younger. He's not like the best fighter in the world, but like this is going to be fireworks. They're going to come out swinging. I think Guido Canetti is going to come in with a similar style as he did against Chris Matinho. But Randy Costa is not Chris Matinho. Randy Costa actually has UFC wins. He has big time finishing capabilities. He's never been to a decision. Uh, And I think he's just going to get it done. I think he's going to catch Guido Canetti and I think he's going to finish him. Tony Kelly fight doesn't exude a ton of confidence, but... uh, I do think Randy Costa bounces back here and uh, gets it done. I also like the fight doesn't go to a decision. Uh, parlayed that with with Randy Brown. That's my second Randy Brown parlay. Got that at minus 240. I mean, Costa's never been to a decision. I think Guido Canetti's going to come out here swinging, and uh, I do think someone gets finished. 
you left out the most important piece of analysis for this whole fight. Yeah. Have you seen Randy Costa? That is a handsome God, man. God, he is. Dude, he's like a cannot, mini Paolo, but yeah, like you Tanner. You cannot bet against a man that is that handsome. Uh, uh, especially I, I, with the mustache. God. The mustache God. game is on point. Like, you just can't do it. I know. I had to uh, look at a few different pictures. I was like, is this guy really that handsome? He is that handsome. And it, historically, if you bet on handsome people in MMA, it largely works. Uh, but, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I mentioned that I had a parlay I was really happy about. Please tell me. It's it. the Randy parlay. Yes. Randy Brown. The Randy Randy parlay. Costa. Let's Randy it up. Let's get Randy, baby. I might drink some brandy to cheer on our Randy Randy parlay. parlay. I'm in on the same thing. I did add in Sadiq Yusuf as well, so call it a a Randy plus old Yusuf. But yes, Randy's (laughs) still we got. The Randy parlay, it pays out minus 130. I'm really excited about the Randy parlay, so I'm, I'm in. Should we do an ageism parlay where we just say like, <laughs> screw it, we hate old people, and we we fade everyone that's uh, that's over forty? So that would be taking Alir Latifi against Alexi Olenek, Randy Costa against Guido Canetti, and uh, Randy Brown against Francisco Trinaldo. That the ageism parlay pays plus one seventy nine. I love old people, so I'm not in on that. Uh, I've just been burnt a lot by fading uh, old people lately, so I'm not going to do it. But I, my heart believes in it. But I've been, I've been hurt too many times lately, so I can't right. join. So that's the UFC card. Um, we have literally no time to get into Bellator. I'm just going to say my Bellator parlay, and you say your plays oh, for I, Bellator. I have so many bets on Bellator. You can <laughs> so rip through I'll, those. I'll rip through them real quick. Yes, uh, it's very easy. I. Not a ton of analysis here. I'm taking Adam Borks over Pitbull. I think Pitbull wins the main event, but I just like Borks. I think he's flashed a lot. And Pitbull, I can see a world where Pitbull's last great performance is the AJ McKee rematch. And so taking the plus money play, probably a stupid bet. I'm anticipating a loss, but my gut says take the shot. I'm taking the shot. Uh, I've got AJ McKee. I've parlayed him up. It's It's not a great parlay. It's a simple one. I just did it with Darren Pico because honestly, couldn't find odds for some of the other guys we talked about, Connor, to add to this parlay because some books don't have them yet because they're that juiced. Uh, I know what you're going to say. I'm totally with you on it, but I just took AJ McKee and Aaron Pico parlay together. Still paid out minus 225. Like that's that's a reasonable two leg parlay. I to, also to interrupt you on that. Yeah, I, go did for this, it. I did the same thing and then added. Lance Gibson, squash match, 12 and 15 fighter that's been finished in four of his last five fights in the first round. And then I also added Samiko Anaba. Nadine Mandiao, two and five pro record. Yeah. Combined the, record of the two fighters she beat is one and three. And then, oh yeah, go back to Nadine's uh, last amateur fight. It was against aforementioned Samiko Anaba and she was knocked out in 65 seconds. Squash match, they're trying to build up both those fighters. Uh, so yeah, I got that. Pays out minus 110. Anava is the one I wanted to add because we talked about it, but I, not no lines up for me to add to a parlay. So uh, then I also I'm taking a shot on Enrique Barzola. It's minus one ten. Pick him fight with Juan Archuleta. I think Juan Archuleta is getting a little older. He's in his late thirties, I believe now, uh, and he's just losing his fastball. And Enrique Barzola is a really competitive, tough dude. Um, it's going to be a great fight. I'm taking a shot. I don't have bets down yet because I ran out of time doing research, but. I'm also very interested in J.J. Wilson versus Vladimir Tokov. That's a pick'em fight right now. And similarly for Max Rockskov versus Mike Hamill, I think I want to play Max, but it's minus, he's minus 115. I got to do a little more research because 
rule number 12, do the work, always do your research. So that's where I'm at. Anything else you got, Connor, before we close her down? That's it for me on Bellator. The my, my man, Chris, is about to come in here and literally rip me from this studio. That's what you get with live production people. I love uh, it. UFC plays for me. Hayoni Barcelos, Ronson Silva doesn't go to a decision. Uh, Castaneda Silva doesn't go to a decision. I'm, I'm on the Silva unders. Uh, Santos, I'm sorry. I, I'm not on that. San, Castaneda Santos doesn't go to a decision. Tabitha Ricci, Christoph Jocko, Yan Jaonan, Yan Jaonan by decision. Parlayed Sadiq Yusuf with Castaneda. Parlayed Sadiq Yusuf with Randy Brown and Randy Costa. And then I'm on Kennedy Costa doesn't go to a decision as well as Randy Brown. Perfect. I'm on Mackenzie Dern. Dern Yan under two and a half. Rowney Barcelos. Olenek Latifi over one and a half. Tabitha Ricci. Brendan Allen. Christian leans over two and a half. Spiritual heavyweight fight. And then the Randy Parlay. Brown and Costa. Paying it out minus 130. Plus all those belly hits that we just did. And that's it. We're wrapped, son. Before 9.30, boom. Look at that. Before 9.30, this is live production. I'm sorry to everyone if this felt a little bit rushed. I'll make sure to check the studio out next week and not be a dummy. Uh, But these beautiful people have let us stay this long. That's all we got. Off week next week, but then we're back with another banger. Alexa Grasso, Viviana Rujo. You know, you don't want to miss that one. We'll see you then. Peace. Love you guys. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.